Good morning, everyone. On this Sunday morning, we give thanks to God that we can be together to worship our sovereign Lord and Savior. We warmly welcome all guests joining us this morning. May we be encouraged by the good news of the gospel message today. Church Council has the following announcements. There is a consistory meeting scheduled for Monday, December 7 at 7.30 p.m., the Lord willing. All matters for the agenda must be received by the Clerk of Consistory by Monday, November 30, 2020. Elected by the congregation and appointed to the office of elder by the Emanuel Council is Brother Peter Van Beek. If no lawful objection is brought forward, the ordination will take place, the Lord willing, December 6, 2020. We welcome into our congregation Bill and Brenda Van Beek, who come to us with an attestation from the Redeemer Canadian Reformed Church at Winnipeg. Welcome, Bill and Brenda. May you, may you be a blessing to our congregation and us to you. For those in attendance, we're asking for some volunteers after the worship service to assist with wiping down the sanctuary. If you are able to lend a hand, please wait outside the sanctuary doors for further instructions. This morning's worship service will be led by Reverend Gerard Verink, pastor of the Nearlandia Canadian Reformed Church North. In our preparation for worship, we will praise our God with the singing of Psalm 98, stanzas 1 and 4.
Let us rise for worship and lift up our hearts to the Lord. Let us begin this worship service by together confessing our dependence on the Lord. Our help is in the name of the Lord, who made heaven and earth. Amen. Receive now the greeting of our God. Grace and peace to you from God our Father and from the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Let's now sing praise to our God, and we do so with the words of Psalm 95, the stanzas 1, 2, and 3. The Lord has established His covenant with us, and as we live in this relationship He established, He's given us His law so that we may know how to live in this relationship. Let's now hear the words of that law as it comes to us from Exodus 20, so that by that we may examine our lives. And following the reading of the law, we'll sing together in response, Psalm 1, all three stanzas. And God spoke all these words, saying, I am the Lord your God, who brought you out of the land of Egypt out of the house of slavery. You shall have no other gods before me. You shall not make for yourself a carved image or any likeness of anything that is in heaven above 
or that is in the earth beneath, or that is in the water under the earth. You shall not bow down to them or serve them. For I, the Lord your God, am a jealous God, visiting the iniquity of the fathers on the children to the third and the fourth generation of those who hate me, but showing steadfast love to thousands of those who love me and keep my commandments. You shall not take the name of the Lord your God in vain, for the Lord will not hold him guiltless who takes his name in vain. Remember the Sabbath day to keep it holy. Six days you shall labor and do all your work, but the seventh day is a Sabbath to the Lord your God. On it you shall not do any work, you or your son or your daughter, your male servant or your female servant, or your livestock or the sojourner who is within your gates. For in six days the Lord made heaven and earth, the sea and all that is in them, and rested on the seventh day. Therefore the Lord blessed the Sabbath day and made it holy. Honor your father and your mother, that your days may be long in the land that the Lord your God is giving you. You shall not murder. You shall not commit adultery. You shall not steal. You shall not bear false witness against your neighbor. You shall not covet your neighbor's house. You shall not covet your neighbor's wife, or his male servant, or his female servant, or his ox, or his donkey, or anything that is your neighbor's.
Let's now approach the throne of the Almighty God in prayer. Most holy God, our Almighty Father in heaven, we come before you this morning as your people here in this place, and we do so with a sense of awe. And that awe is based on how you have presented yourself to us in your word. You've revealed that you are the Almighty Creator, that you called everything into existence by the word of your mouth, and that your word was powerful and effective. You've presented yourself as this, the one who sustains all things. It's in you that we live, that we move, and that we have our whole being. You've shown yourself in holiness at Mount Sinai when you gave your law to your people amidst the thunder and the clouds. You presented yourself in righteousness, which you revealed through your law. You are truly unmatched in glory, in splendor, and in power. And Father, considering these things, we confess our unworthiness of entering before your holy face. For while you are perfectly holy, we are not. You are righteous in all that you do, and again, we are not. The truth of our lives is that we are miserable and wretched sinners who this past week have disobeyed you in every way. Each commandment that we've just heard from your law testifies to us of our guilt and the way in which we've fallen short. And Father, we thank you for the Holy Spirit who uses your law to teach us to see our sin and misery. And we thank you for the gift of your Son, who by his sacrifice on the cross has made the full payment for all of our sins. We thank you that by his work he has restored to us righteousness and life, and that in him we are washed with his precious blood. We thank you for that cleansing. We thank you for the removal of all our sin, all our guilt. And Father, knowing what your Son has accomplished, help us to truly confess our sins, not to try and hide them, but to be open with you about them. For we know that even though we try our best, you, can't, you see everything. We can't hide anything from you. You look into the depths of our heart. Help us by your Spirit to live lives of repentance, turning to you for forgiveness, fleeing from sin. And Father, you know what a battle this is for us each day, and so will you help us by the spirits, for we rely on his strength. And will you encourage us once again by your word, convict us of our need to repent, but also remind us of your grace in Jesus Christ. Father, we ask for your blessing upon this worship service that by the preaching of your word, you would strengthen and encourage us. We pray that you'd be pleased to accept the worship that we offer to you. Grant that everything may be done to the glory and the honor of your most holy name. And will you hear our prayer? For we ask it all of you in Christ's name alone. Amen. The scripture reading this morning is taken from two places. First, we turn to the gospel according to Luke chapter 12. Luke chapter 12, we begin reading at verse 54, and we read through chapter 13, verse 5. Here Jesus is speaking, and we read the word of God as follows. He also said to the crowds, 
when you see a cloud rising in the west, you say at once, a shower is coming, and so it happens. And when you see the south wind blowing, you say there will be scorching heat, and it happens. You hypocrites, you know how to interpret the appearance of earth and sky, but why do you not know how to interpret the present time? And why do you not judge for yourselves what is right? As you go with your accuser before the magistrate, make an effort to settle with him on the way, lest he drag you to the judge, and the judge hand you over to the officer, and the officer put you in prison. I tell you, you will never get out until you have paid the very last penny. There were some present at that very time who told them about the Galileans whose blood Pilate had mingled with their sacrifices. And he answered them, Do you think that these Galileans were worse sinners than all other Galileans because they suffered in this way? No, I tell you, but unless you repent, you will all likewise perish. Or those eighteen on whom the tower in Siloam fell and killed them, do you think that they were worse offenders than all the others who lived in Jerusalem? No, I tell you, but unless you repent, you will all likewise perish. So far, our reading from Luke, then we also turn to Romans chapter 2. Romans chapter 2, we read the first 11 verses. Therefore you have no excuse, O man, every one of you who judges. For in passing judgment on another, you condemn yourself, because you, the judge, practice the very same things. We know that the judgment of God rightly falls on those who practice such things. Do you suppose, O man, you who judge those who practice such things and yet do them yourself, that you will escape the judgment of God? Or do you presume on the riches of His kindness and forbearance and patience, not knowing that God's kindness is meant to lead you to repentance? But because of your hard and impenitent heart, you are storing up wrath for yourself on the day of wrath when God's righteous judgment will be revealed. He will render to each one according to His works, To those who by patience and well-doing seek for glory and honor and immortality, he will give eternal life. But for those who are self-seeking and do not obey the truth but obey unrighteousness, there will be wrath and fury. There will be tribulation and distress for every human being who does evil, the Jew first and also the Greek. But glory and honor and peace for everyone who does good, the Jew first and also the Greek, for God shows no partiality. So far, the reading of God's Word. As we prepare our hearts for the proclamation of the Word, we do so by singing together Psalm 95, the stanzas 4 and 5. 